It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Rams Nation, what's happening? What's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. It's the Tuesday edition of Locked On Rams, and I am stoked, excited to be here chatting back with you guys. It is opening day of training camp. That's right, quarterbacks and rookies have shown up to Irvine. It's the first day for players, coaches, all to be out there, an official training camp. The rest of the crew will join them in just a few days, and training camp opens up to the fans on Thursday, the 24th. Excited for that. Me and my partner in crime, James Kroger, will be there. Guys, make sure to go give a follow on Instagram and Twitter if you already haven't. You can find me at LA underscore Rambling Bear on Twitter, at Lockdown Rams on Twitter and Instagram, and then hit us up with any questions, comments, anything you want to hear on the podcast at LockdownRams at gmail.com. Day by day, we're getting closer to the season. I am excited more than ever to bring you more Rams news, updates, information, all that good stuff. And might as well start with today, cracking off with training camp opening. I'll get to some more things coming up. We'll talk a little bit more about Jared Goff and his first words coming out of training camp today. Of course, we'll touch a little bit on Aaron Donald and his deal and what's going on there, followed by what to come, maybe some injury updates, former player updates, and then we'll do kind of a jump around the NFL as many people were uh, having their first day at camp today. So a few stories coming out of the NFL I want to share with you guys, and then we'll jump further into the week. Uh, with hopefully our guest tomorrow, James Kroger. Hopefully he's going to fight the traffic, come up here and record with us as we are super excited about football. I'm just shaking right now. We're, we're uh, a little over two weeks from the Rams' first preseason game, and it's only going to ramp up from there. So really exciting stuff to come. Before we get too deep into football, guys, I want to talk to you real quick about something that we got going on over here at the Lockdown Podcast Network. If you guys are like me, sometimes it's hard to find time to go to the gym. We've all got that busy schedule well, thanks to Nordic Track, there's a series of training equipment gives you the amazing workout in the convenience of your own home, including treadmills, exercise bikes, incline trainers, and more. You can join high-energy streamed workouts any time of the day without stepping outdoors. Join those streamed workouts both in studio and in exotic destinations around the world. Start your day with a run through the streets of Paris or end with a cross-training on the shores of Thailand. Or workout on the African Safari. Workouts are led by the world's top personal trainers to ensure you meet your fitness goals. Guys, when you're signing up with this, don't forget to use your special offer code Locked On, which, which gives you guys $75 off your Nordic Track purchase by visiting NordicTrack.com. Again, visit NordicTrack.com slash LockedOn and use the offer code LockedOn during your checkout to save $75 on your purchase. Well, with that, let's jump back over to some Rams football. I want to start off with uh, Jared Goff, his first words. I've got some clips of him talking over his growth over the last couple years coming into training camp. Uh, He touched on Aaron Donald, what's going on with that, his thoughts, pretty brief. Uh, Super Bowl hype, uh, him being a leader, and some other things. Even National Anthem was brought up. So I'm going to kind of just play a couple clips of the Jared Goff press conference, and I'll kind of walk you through it. We'll start with Jared Goff and his thoughts on being back at training camp and, again, working with Sean McVay in his second year. 
I just have a better feel of the place, I think. I think, you know, last year going into, um, well, for my rookie year's rookie year, and then last year going into a kind of a new system, you're kind of still getting used to it, still getting used to the schedule of the coaches. And then this year I kind of know what our schedule is going to be, know what to expect throughout the preseason games. We kind of have an identity now, and um, I'm familiar with this campus, and uh, everything's much more comfortable at home. I think he's going to have the same approach. You know, I, I think he's going to continue to grow as a coach and as play caller and as a leader of our team, but I think he's going to be the same guy that he's been. Jared Goff was then asked a few questions about distractions, whether it be Aaron Donald or the national anthem conversation that's been going on recently in the media. And here's what he had to say about both of those. Great answers from this guy, just brushing them off. Here's Jared Goff on Aaron Donald and the national anthem. It wasn't last year. We dealt with it last year, and uh, you know I wish wish the best for him, and hope that gets resolved. But uh, they're dealing with it, and hope it gets resolved soon. You know I don't know. I think we get, we're gonna have to sit down and talk about it again, like we did last year, and um, I'm sure we'll we'll do that at some point, and have ourselves a meeting and talk about what we want to do. And um, I don't know what the answer is right now. We'll we'll discuss it as a team internally, and and uh, decide what we want to do, and whatever that is, and we'll be doing it as a group. Anything else? Can something like that be a major distraction for your club? Not for us, no. I don't think so. I, I don't think. I think we proved last year it wasn't a distraction for us, and we've got a really good group of mature guys and guys that are driven and have one goal in mind. And um, I think there are many distractions. That being could be one of them, but um, won't, we won't allow it to be. And like I said, we'll handle that internally. Yeah. And lastly, we've got. And lastly, Jared Goff was asked, what has he learned over the last couple of years as far as training camp and things that he's picked up that's going to help coming into this year? And this answer I found pretty interesting. Get your rest, big boy. No one likes a sleepy quarterback. Yeah, I think you kind of start to realize, like, when, well, once you learn the schedule better, like I you know, had last year, and you start to realize when you have some downtime, you know, when there's, a, when, there's a, when there's a time for a 20-minute nap and, you know, stuff like that, you can kind of figure that stuff out throughout the schedule and, um, just time management, yeah, you know, maybe, you know, when's time for not nap, but, you know, 30 minutes of film or, you know, something like that. You can just figure out little pockets of time that you can use to your advantage. All right, that's some good stuff from our QB1 right there, Jared Goff. Uh, get your naps in, bud, and maybe read the playbook for, like, 30 minutes if you got time. Uh, we want you to be well-rested and ready for camp. I loved it. He went on to talk about a couple other things, uh, what it's like to be a leader and, you know, um, Super Bowl and those pressures of, you know, what a lot of people have been talking in the offseason. Very QB answers, very day one answers about, you know, just preparing and trying to get ready, trying to be the best that they can be and all those great things. So more to come from Jared Goff in the coming days and more players as they start filtering in uh, down there in Irvine at camp. So we'll get to some of that as we uh, pull that over the next couple days. Some exciting stuff, obviously, as we get ready for camp. And I've got some more roster news and some more updates for you guys. But real quick, we're going to jump over to a word from one of our sponsors. The suns rise in Orlando, but their playoff hopes set in the West. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Despite finishing a perfect 8-0 in the NBA bubble, the Phoenix Suns are leaving without a playoff berth. Check out Locked On Suns today for a postmortem on an amazing run by Devin Booker and company. That's all thanks to tiebreakers and a Karis LeVert jumper that rimmed out, giving the Portland Trail Blazers a win and a meeting with the Memphis Grizzlies in a play-in series for the Western Conference 8th seed. That begins on Saturday. 
Beginning today, all of the Locked On NBA playoff teams will be previewing the playoffs with special crossover shows. Scout your team and your opponent on the Locked On Podcast Network. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Locked On Fantasy Football with your Locked On Fantasy Football Edge of the Day. Tight end is a prime position for finding fantasy football sleeper value in 2020. After George Kittle and Travis Kelsey go off the board early, don't worry, you can wait and still get some great return for a starter at the position. The two prime targets both have HH for initials, the Chargers Hunter Henry and the Falcons Hayden Hurst. A healthy Henry can have a monster downfield receiving season for new QB Tyrod Taylor and carries high TD upside. As for Hurst, he's stepping right into the productive spot vacated by Austin Hooper in Atlanta as key support to Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. Trust in Henry a little earlier and Hurst a little later to give you some pleasing tight end one results. Get the edge in your fantasy football league every day by listening to Locked On Fantasy Football on your preferred podcast provider. So as we approach the season and we get closer and closer, you'll, you'll start to see some contracts being handed out, some of the restricted free agents that are still out there. And one of those people, is, and one of those people that signed today is Connor Barwin, a guy that we had kind of been talking about here with the Rams as maybe coming back for a one-year deal, maybe a veteran minimum, something where uh, you continue to bring his experience. There was talks last season about his play, and you know he's a little banged up at po- points through the season, um, and maybe he didn't really have the value at which we paid him for, and there's not a lot of money to go around. But there was some argument on the other side that bring him in for some leadership with some of these young guys and you know, just that edge rush that we didn't seem to, you know, that is kind of a question going into camp, but that is no longer on the table. He has signed a, I believe, a one-year deal with the New York Football Giants, uh, and so he will be heading out to their camp probably any day now uh, to go participate with them. So best of luck with Connor Barwin. You have to remember last year, as I talked about him being on there, as with that veteran presence, he was really big on tutoring Samson Ibukum, being able to line up uh, behind a guy like Connor Barman that has tons of experience, uh, you know, had to be good for him in the long run. Uh, one thing you want to, you know, on the inside that you want to keep an eye out for, Connor Barwin, you remember we got him from the Eagles the previous year. Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl that year. So we're hoping that the Connor Barwin jinx will continue. Maybe uh, him leaving the Rams this year will bring a Rams a Super Bowl. Yes, I know that was a stretch, and I will show myself the door. Thank you. Well, as we comb over to our roster, uh, some exciting news. Well, exciting to me is because we were talking about injury updates and what we can expect for some of these rookies and getting into camp and things like that. And some of the big talk was about rookie Oba Okoronko. As he had tweaked an ankle in some of the OTAs, and they kind of actually withheld him from practice at a certain point. Uh, But he was on Twitter the other night as I was scrolling through looking for some stuff to talk about. And he tweeted out, I'm the luckiest unlucky person ever, shaking my head. And then someone hit him up and said, hey, how's that ankle feeling? And he said, like a million bucks, man, like a million bucks. And that is the stuff I love. It's littlest stuff, but hopefully that means coming into camp. And we'll find out here soon as we kind of watch camp unfold. But it means that we have a, a healthy OBZ coming into camp, someone that can contribute maybe in special teams in a limited role in defense and things like that. One of those guys we're really excited about getting in the fifth round. We even 
you know, thought maybe even earlier he would come off the board. So excited to hear that in his own words, uh, he's feeling great from that injury. So that shouldn't be an issue. We'll learn more about it as the Rams kind of come out with some news and as they start to practice, but we should expect to see him in full participation throughout camp. So that's always good news. Again, as we're talking about camp, camp opens up to the public July 26th. That's a Thursday, 3 p.m. Uh, the signings that day will be linebackers and the special teams. You'll get to interact with the players that day. Friday, however, the next day, I believe is only for season ticket holders. It's a private kickoff rally at 3 p.m. You get a exclusive members-only t-shirt. So if you're a season ticket holder and need a plus one, hit me up. I'll be in the area. We'll be going on Thursday. Uh, me and James Kroger of Rams Podcast. And then Saturday is going to be the opening weekend kickoff festival, 3 p.m. again. There's going to be a Rams backpack giveaway, and the signing is going to be defensive back. So that's going to be a good day. Saturday, tons of awesome stuff. Uh, I've been to the camp over the past couple years, and every year it seems to get a little bit better. I think this year, hopefully, they'll add a little bit more shade. I know that's always been a, a comment coming out is it's just out and open, and it's been hot the last couple years. So uh, they've got some really awesome vendors. You can get food. You can uh, They have kind of their own little swag shops. So you can get some hats and T-shirts and all the gear that they're uh, pushing out. They usually do some giveaways. Like I had mentioned, over the first couple of days, they have some cool stuff that they're giving away. Uh, interaction with players. If you guys haven't been to uh, therams.com, make sure to go on there. You can sign up to be a part of the fan tunnel where the players run through, give high fives, and then they'll come and do autographs at the end of the day. Uh, very interactive. They always have interviews from the Rams going on, and you can get really close to the players. I recommend getting there early as possible. Uh, there's a little secret line I'll tell you about. If you go over to the far back wall basically over by where the players come in and out there's a set of stairs and there's a little railing right there it is money the players stop there and you can hang whatever your jerseys your shirts over uh, the railing and they'll stop and sign autographs great place for them to always interact take pictures so uh, just a little secret i've learned over the uh, last couple of years that's a little money spot there but you got to get there early and uh word to james kroger don't be pushing any uh, five-year-olds out of the way uh, for autographs you'll get your turn no, I'm just teasing. We always joke with uh, James. He was in there. I got a picture of him in the middle of like 10 little kids getting an autograph hat, uh, which I don't think he cherishes to this day anymore because it's Tremaine Johnson and uh, Sean Mannion. He made a funny joke to Sean Mannion about, uh, hey, Sean, you're going to be the starter this year? And even Sean Mannion looked at him like, boy, are you crazy? You know, we drafted Jared Goff and this man's legit. That was before we really knew what Jared Goff had in him, but always a fun story from camp. And every time I see that hat over at James's, get a good little laugh. So get out there, get interactive. The, the players are great. Uh, they got a bunch of fun uh, games and places for the kiddos. So uh, bring the whole family. Just make sure to bring tons of water. It's going to be hot down there in Irvine. Well, before we get out of here, I'm going to just jump around the NFL a little bit with some of the storylines I saw. Uh, we'll keep it pretty short today, and then we'll kind of jump in over the next couple of days and even weeks as we get more and more details on what's going on at training camp. But as we look around the league, there's a few things that kind of popped out over the weekend or even over today. Uh, one of them being, which is crazy, that Browns camp has just actually got a buzz around it with all the stuff that they got going on. First overall pick with Baker Mayfield. They went and signed Landry with the big deal to bring him in as wide receiver. Carlos Hyde came in as a running back. Duke Johnson also got an extension. Uh, Baker Mayfield, as I mentioned. And then Josh Gordon. You know, he's actually been staying out of trouble. 
but he came out today and said he's not going to be with the Cleveland Browns when they open up training camp on Thursday, citing his health and treatment plan as part of his return uh, from multiple substance-related suspensions. So uh, people have kind of been trying to break this down and figure out, you know, is he getting weak? Is he, you know, going back to his old ways? And the Browns came out and announced that they're going to place him on the non-football illness reserve list until he's ready to return, which they've got a list for everything these days to go along with the pub list. So the great thing is they said they continue to support Josh and all the things that needs to, to progress forward. I think this is a good move for him. He kind of basically came out and was very honest about the situation and said that, you know, when he gets close to these things, he gets really anxious. And when he gets anxious and anxiety, he starts to look to substance abuse. And uh, that's not going to happen this year. So he's just kind of staying away until uh, he needs to be there. So we'll see how that unfolds. Because if you're a fantasy player like me, uh, there's some value there. And he's actually, I mean, you know, being a football fan, a guy's a beast at a wide receiver. So love to see him come in and stay healthy and stay away from all that stuff and be able to have a career. Uh, he missed 43 of the Browns' past 48 games due to suspension and has just played in 10 games since 2014, including five when he returned late last season and actually was really productive. So we'll have to keep an eye on that and see how that goes. But uh, that story kind of took over today as he released that statement and the Browns kind of reacted to that and really almost a non-story. Uh, I don't think, you know, the Browns worried about it. I think this is precautionary measures and you know kind of good to see him understand where his problem stems from and being able to handle that so hopefully he's got some good people around him stays away from camp as as long as he needs to and then jumps in there when they start to really get competitive and he can just get off and rolling and it's one of those weird teams a lot like we talked uh you know we did locked on bears uh with lauren talking about the bears being you know that offense that potentially can you know try to what the rams did last year and and be you know very similar to that Browns are another one of those teams that looking to do that. Uh, as we talk Bears, I just saw the Bears' new head coach talking about their offense, and one of the things he said, they want to go touchdown to check down this year as far as looking downfield. So expect them to really crank it up and let second-year quarterback Mitchell Trubinsky really go down the field. He's got a bunch of weapons that they've added there. We talked about that with Lauren on Locked On. If you guys haven't heard that podcast, jump back. I think it's only a couple behind us. Maybe it was even the Friday one of last week. And give that a listen, kind of intake on what's going on over there in Chicago. But it's another one of those places that this is why football's awesome. Every year there's those teams that kind of come up out of nowhere. It's not a, you know like the NBA where you know you can hand write in the Golden State Warriors to be the champs. Here in the NFL, there's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of teams that got better. Uh, a laundry list of players that are coming back from injuries that are really going to affect their team um, in big positions, you know, in the quarterback position, running back position. You look at our own division, David Johnson's coming back. Uh, I saw him projected as a top three, four fantasy draft. So I think people are expecting him to get right back into what he did in years before and be a monster on the offensive side of the ball, which they really need as you're looking at a transition in quarterback up there, transition in coaching, uh, the staples that they have in Larry Fitzgerald and David Johnson are going to have to help you know, push them along, especially in this division out here in the NFC West, which is extremely tough, and they are by far looked at as you know, the fourth-place team already. So they're going to have a lot of catching up to do. But uh, exciting thing about football, you never know who's going to be that next team to make a move. You just hope that the Rams can continue to do what they do. And as Jared Goff said very boringly in most of his answers, is continue to do what we do, focus on day-by-day, day and, and worry about what's going on in this camp. And move forward so all the great stuff coming out from them but uh, just a few things I want to mention 
And as we kind of talk about running back David Johnson, he has ended his holdout. Apparently, he was in a holdout uh, until today when he arrived back in camp uh, looking for a new contract. A little tough for his situation coming off the injury, trying to make a push uh, for a bigger contract. He's coming to his last year of the contract, $1.9 million in 2018. Obviously, I think we can all agree that he's probably worth more than that. But when you're coming off, uh, you know, tearing up your knee and not playing all year, you don't have a lot of leverage coming into the season. So uh, he'll look to have a big year. They always say, you know, those guys go into the contract year, uh, big boomer bust year, a lot of players going on the other side of that with the boom. So we'll see how he does. He's got some tough defenses to face in the NFC West, including ours here with the Rams. Well, as we're talking running backs and asking for deals and getting paid, the Giants over the weekend agreed to terms with first-round Saquon Barkley, a four-year, fully-guaranteed contract worth $31.2 million, sources say. He has been paid $20 million in a signing bonus with 15 paid out immediately, the most, according to Ian Rappaport, that's been dished out in several years. So no holdout for him. He has signed, and he will be at camp, and we expect big things from him as we talk fantasy uh, another one of those guys that not sure where to pick him, where he's going to go. Actually, little plug here, we're going to have Locked On NFL Fantasy expert on later in the week and maybe next week to talk about drafts and people and rookies and where everyone's going to go. So stay tuned to that. We'll get some more good information there. And then lastly, on a sad note, Tony Sperano died in his home, found unconscious in their kitchen. A wife tried CPR but couldn't revive him. He was 56 years old. He was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, Oakland Raiders, and in the last few years served as the Vikings offensive line coach since 2016. So best of wishes to his family. Never love these stories. Guys, especially in football, young age, uh, things like that happen. But it reminds you that life is short and appreciate what you have. And one thing I do appreciate is you guys listening to every day. So with that, we'll wrap up Tuesday editions of Lockdown Rams. Guys, I'll be back later this week with James Kroger, some more guests. Some more camp news, questions, comments, concerns, you know where to send them. LA underscore Rambling Bear on Twitter, Locked On Rams, Twitter, Instagram, as well as Locked On Rams at gmail.com. Appreciate it as always, guys. But you know what it is. Until next time, peace. Hey, Locked On listeners. You already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fancy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.